On the tee, the knackered golfist. Four, please. The knackered golfist now driving. You are listening live to the Knackered Golfist Podcast. The Knackered Golfist Podcast. All right, welcome to the Knackered Golfist. Uh, you joined me post round after playing Davis Golf Course today after work, and. Uh, I was really, uh, I mean, in the beginning, I was hopeful and I was excited about playing golf again. This is my second week in a row to play golf this month. And, uh, you know, I went out to Davis Golf Course and, you know, it was only 24 bucks. But I got out there a little bit later and on a hot day, if you go out there a little bit before 3 o'clock, there's more of a chance that you might be playing by yourself. I mean, granted, if it's hot, I mean, the parking lot wasn't all that full, but the guys that I played with today were just so great to play with. They, they really were really skilled golfers, and it's got to be... The two gentlemen I played with today were, were really, had to be the best golfers I've played with this year. And, uh, and uh, it was Greg and Ken. And those guys were really uh, great guys to play with because they were really, they were really uh, hitting the ball down the middle and they were, getting the ball close on the approach, and they were really, really, uh, really getting them up and down for pars and bogeys and some birdies and stuff, but this guy Ken I was playing with, he really putted well. He putted just like Cameron Smith. He had a flow and he had a rhythm to that putting stroke, and he had a very, very similar putter to that of Cameron Smith, although it was a ping version a pink version that had a uh, a facial insert that made the ball uh, roll a lot better on the green. It also had a graphite shaft on it. It was a pink putter, and it was it looked a lot like the ping answer four, uh, you know, from years and years and years ago. But that was the sort of styling that that he was putting with, and and he really putted really great. You know, he had at least three longish sort of putts for, for birdies that were that had to be at least twenty feet, fifteen to twenty feet, that were just so great to see. And um, so that's him. You know, he had a really rhythmic cutting stroke and it really worked well. And the ball just came off that face like it was it had a bit of overspin and it was doing what the facial the the insert the facial insert did on that face of the putter, and it was really good. And then uh, Greg I was playing with, and, and then also Ken was really optimistic about stuff. He's like, oh, you know, if it's in the bunker, you know, you can just, you know, just take a shot to get out. No big deal. 
And then, and then uh, Greg was a great guy to play with. He was splitting the fairway on every shot, getting it close, getting it close on the green, uh, you know, approaching the green. You know, both those guys had really good approach games and short games. And uh, just we were all sort of surrounding the cup all day. And uh, those guys were awesome to play with, and so it was a real pleasure and honor to play with those guys, and um, I hope to see I'm out there again, so Davis, you know, Davis Golf Course was really, um, it was warm today, it was, I think it was about 100 degrees, it felt like it was 100 degrees out there, and I'm a bit, I'm a bit tired and weathered after playing today, Um, but I had my, I had my Wilson Staff Tour Blades out there, and I didn't hit a driver until the 14th hole, and uh, one other thing is that we sort of had to, we had to sort of skip a hole when we got to the uh, fifth hole, we had to skip it because the group in front of us was was really playing slowly, and we were, uh, you know, we let them know, hey, we're just going to play through, and you guys can take your time, and all this other stuff, so it was all right, it worked out. So we got through them, and, and and we finished the front nine, and, 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 you know, I had my, I was hitting lights out on the on the one iron off the short par four, and again, like I said, I was, uh, I hit a, uh, my first driver I hit was on the 14th hole, which is the only par five on the golf course, and what you got to do on that hole is you have to sort of hit a little bit of a, I mean, this is what I do, I mean, I hit a little bit of a fade off the tee, and it, you got to make sure that you clear the bunker that's in the middle of the fairway. And I had 200 yards to the center of the green, and the, well, actually the pin was cut in the back. It was a back center blue pin. And uh, I hit a one iron that uh, that jumped off the face in the middle of the Bermuda fairway, and it had to take one hop on the green, and it did it, it, it sort of skipped over the green. I hit it. I had so much mustard on that one, and uh, it was an unbelievable shot. It was almost like a stinger shot in the fairway, and I gave it a Ray Floyd after I hit it. I said, "Be as good as you look, honey," kind of thing, and it was unbelievable that shot. And so I, I was at the back of the green. I chipped it up for uh, the third shot, and then I made my birdie putt, and I got a birdie on the hole, the only birdie I had all day, I think. And then the next hole was just unbelievable. The the next hole was the 15th hole at Dave's Golf Course. Is this long par three. I had 193 yards to the flag, and it was, we were playing the blue tees, and it was cut, I mean, this this green is the most is the most um, crazy green on the golf course because it's shaped like a kidney bean or it's shaped like a kidney. And the actual when you hit it, I mean, I hit it, I hit it pin high on the uh, on the front of the on the uh, well, the pin was uh, front left, and I hit it pin high. And I had a little bit of a chip down to the hole, so it was downhill, but it was it's like a bowl in there. 
that green is almost like, you know, from the south side of the green, it's a bowl kind of effect that you don't really see until you get on the other side of the green to see what kind of putt you're looking at. And the the uh, the birdie putt that I actually actually the birdie putt that I had coming downhill, it, it veered to the right towards the freeway, and I didn't see the break. I thought it was going to break a different direction, but I was completely fooled by this green. And that's that's something I'll remember for next time is that. The, the sort of the the, the break kind of goes away from the slope and it goes towards the uh, towards the freeway the 110 or sorry the 113 freeway so that was a really staggering hole and then I had like a a six footer left for par that broke left to right and with my and with my uh, my Kerry Middlecoff putter I was able to hit it. It kept it kept the line from left to right, and it just fell in the hole. And I made par in that hole. That had to be one of the best putts I made all day. And it was just unbelievable. And I was getting, I had, I mean, I don't know the the, the Ken guy that was putting like Cameron Smith. He was telling me I had a lot of control on the putter face. And that uh, that thick bladed deep face blade putter that I was using. It had a lot. It has a lot of surface area, and I think that also that there's a lot more loft on that putter than is on regular state-of-the-art, you know, everyday putters that people have. I'm wondering. I, I, I'm wondering what kind of loft my uh, my putter has. And I, I mean, because it's a, it's it's from a time. It's from an era when the greens were not smooth. The greens were more bumpy, and that whole deep face blade putter, it's almost like a chipper. It's almost like, I mean, I think a one iron, it has 18 degrees of loft. I could be wrong, but there's a lot more loft, I think, on this putter than than, than regular putter. So that's interesting. I mean, I could probably have it from the knowing hands of uh, Doug Otten. He could, he could probably put some sort of putter fitting touches on it. And I don't know. I mean, I kind of like it the way it is. It really sort of flows in my hands. I, I don't want to add lead tape to it because I don't like, I kind of don't want that residue in my room anymore. So in my studio. Anyway, um, so there's that. And then I sort of started getting a bit of the, uh, what do you call it, the, um, I started getting tired and I, and I, in, in the 16th hole, or actually, no, the 15th hole was actually, no, wait, yeah, the 15th hole, no, wait, wait a minute, no, it was 16, no, hang on a minute, oh, wait a minute, no, the par 5 was the 13th hole, forgive me, that's that's wrong on my end, and then the 14th hole was the the long par 3 that was from the, the, the bowels of the trees and then into the air, you know, hitting the shot towards the fairway, sorry, towards the freeway, and then I got it, I barely got that ball on the green, and I hit a three iron, I hit a three iron on that hole, and I thought, of, I almost hit a two iron, and I would have airmailed that green, but I was really hitting my Wilson Staff Tour Blades really solid, 
And also, I had my Wilson Staff Tour Blade muscle backs adjusted by Doug Otten last weekend, and he did the proper loft and lie on those. So those are all set to my specifications. They're all two degrees up, and they're all the basic sort of standard lofts that, that those clubs had in the day. So I usually, I was I was playing the three iron to go like 190 yards, I think. Uh, yeah, because the four iron I hit on another hole was 180 yards. So, yeah. Yeah, I got on the green on the 11th hole with my four iron, and I got that ball on the green, and I parred that hole. And that was un- unbelievable. I had never gotten on that green before, ever. And with, with uh, you know, the bit of mustard that I had left in my system, I, I, I hit that shot really well, and I got it on the green. It was on the left side of the green, and the, the pin was cut in the front again, the front right. And I sort of cozied that ball down to the hole and then tapped it in, kind of tapped it in for par. I got a par anyway, so I made some really good zingers for par today that was really that really felt good. And then I think the one of the better shots that I got away with was the eighteenth hole. Or actually I thought I injured myself. I thought I injured my left side teeing off on the uh on the seventeenth because I sort of shanked it to the left. That was a one iron shot that I shanked to the left and I hit a nine wood up to sort of get it out of the out of the trees and I got bogey on that hole. But then I hit a really good shot on eighteen with my driver and I was able to thread the needle through these trees on the left side, and it ended up it ended up uh, you know ahead of the trees, <clears throat> blocking my second shot to the green, and I only had like 107 yards to the hole, and then I airmailed it. I, I didn't airmail it. I sort of it was on the collar in the back, and I sort of chipped it up, and I got I think I I think I parred that hole too. So anyway. It was a really good round, and then the the pro shop guy, the pro was was kind enough to let me go back and play the fifth hole that we had to skip when we had to uh, when we had to play ahead of the guys that were playing slowly. So I went back to the fifth hole, and I and I got a bogey on that hole, and you know it was all good. It was all good. It was a, it was that is a difficult par three on that course because for some reason my ball. Every time I've played that hole, it seems like it goes left and it goes into this bunker, and it went in the bunker again, and it's the bunker that that has the least amount of sand on the golf course. And I actually played that hole, or I played that shot today, and there was actually sand in that bunker that was good. But I got it up, and I got a bogey on that hole, so that's fine. It could have been a lot worse. But I ended up shooting 74. It was uh, it was kind of a it was kind of a surprise, so. I think I shot 38 on the front and then 36 on the back. And so 74 for a grand total of 74 today at Davis Golf Course. So the greens were were putting pretty smoothly and uh, the cups were a little deep, um, deeper than than I've seen before, but still they were good. The greens were really solid, they were really smooth and they were, you know, for as hot as it is right now, they were really healthy. So, um, and then the fairways just run, man. They, they, it's not a, 
it's like I've said before, it's an ancient irrigation system, and so there's going to be green spots, there's going to be dry spots, and when they got dry spots, the ball will just run. And the, and the fairways are predominantly Bermuda grass, and the Bermuda grass is really good to play off of. I really love the Bermuda grass because it's like, it's like hitting the ball off of a pillow and uh, getting the ball up in the air. So the other thing that I learned is that that Wilson, I'm sorry, the um, I was playing that Srixon Z-Star XB that's a little bit too hard of a compression ball for me, and I think I, I gave up on that ball after, like, two or three holes, I think. And then the old uh, TaylorMade Project A golf ball, I think, is, is one of the best golf, one of the best balls I've played with in the last ten years. Just it's consistent and it goes, it goes as far as it as it gets struck. You know, it's really consistent. Doesn't doesn't do anything too difficult. But I think that's been replaced with the TaylorMade Tour Response, and I think that's sort of the. Uh, it's sort of the, it's sort of, it's not quite the uh, the TC5 or the uh, whatever you call it, the Tour Preferred, whatever. It's like one echelon below that because I don't have the swing speed for that, and I'm just playing older golf clubs, and I I need a little bit of cushion. It's almost like it doesn't quite feel like a Titleist DT used to, but it's kind of close. You know, you get the same, you get a similar feel, you get a pretty good feel off the putter blade, and uh, I think it's a good ball. So the modern day ball that I would buy is the Taylor Made. Oh my God, did I just miss my exit? No, we're not in Sutter County yet. We're not in Sutter County anymore, Dorothy. So, um, yeah, so the Tour response is a good ball, and that Q-Star Tour that, that Srixon makes, uh, I like the older version better than the newer version. Um, that newer, that older version seems to work better with my with my game and my, and my feel. Uh, so if I'm going to buy a new ball... I think I'm going to buy that TaylorMade Tour response. But then there are other options. I mean, I don't know. I, I wouldn't – I'm sorry. I'm not a Callaway fan. I'm not going to buy a Callaway golf ball. I might consider buying a Titleist. But, see, I am a – I'm a bargain hunter, and uh, I don't want to spend a lot of money on golf balls. I'm not going to spend – ideally, I'd rather not spend more than $30 for a dozen balls. And, you know – I really like that Project Day golf ball. I wish they still made that. Of course, they do. I think it's called the Tourist Ball. But I think that ball was really good for its time. It was a really good ball. So, anyway, I can't really think of anything else. Um, the U.S. Senior Open is this weekend, and I was talking earlier today about the uh, me remembering the U.S. Senior Open when it was in Sacramento back in 2015, and uh, I think I think I'll just if I if I do it, I'll just put that as a memory of the U.S. Senior Open today on the way to work. So something some historical thing to look at, listen to. I thought it was really awesome to play that or to see that golf course or to see Del Paso Country Club in its glory, and uh, they had greens that people really went on about after the tournament was done. They really they really outdid themselves in a climate in a in an area that has all Poenia greens. They really, really 
outdid themselves having really true, really firm, really great greens for that tournament. So, anyway, um, so anyway, U.S. Senior Opens this weekend. It's at uh, Century World Golf Course in, like, Stevens Point, Wisconsin, and there's a bunch of color. There's a lot of ornamental color that's around a lot of the a lot of the holes around the green surrounds, and I think that'll look great on a uh, on a on a high definition television. So I'm looking forward to that. Maybe I'll get a maybe I'll get to watch a little bit of that this weekend. So anyway, and then this is the first time I played with my Kerry Middlecoff Forge Blade Deep Face Putter from Wilson. And I, I had a ball with it. I had a really good time. I had some really good putts that I made with it, and, and I kept the bullseye in the bag, and I just used the Kerry Middlecoff $5 putter that I got at uh, Goodwill last week. And I just thought it was a great putter, and I really had some good feel with it. I left a few putts short, but um, other than that, it, it really worked well. You know, the, the course was also a bit shorter, today than it's been, than I've ever played it, so I had a few holes where I hit one irons off the tees, and I had only like a sand wedge into the green, I think on eight, I hit a one iron that had a little bit of a fade on it, laid it in the middle of the fairway, and then I had a great lie in the fairway, and I hit this sand wedge that I have, I had this Nike, um, it's got this, uh, it's a wedge that it has these extra grooves on it. It almost has like their 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 X marks on the uh, on the on the on the grooves of the of the wedge. And so I hit it. I hit the shot a little bit thin, and this this wedge still has a lot of bite to it. And um, the ball backed up at least 15 feet, and I thought that was pretty cool. So um, anyway, so yeah, I hope you're doing well. Hope you get to play golf and. Um, you know, golf clubs. I hit my. I I, I hit. I, I didn't hit every club in the bag today, but I, I had a really good time using that rangefinder. Oh my god, that rangefinder was a lifesaver. Every single shot I had approaching the green, I was using the rangefinder, and it gave me accurate yardages, and it really helped me to get more to to be more consistent with shots to the green, and I really. I'm really glad that I have that, and it's a really good it's a really good help to what's going on because you can't really rely on any golf course giving you yardage because it's not it's not accurate it's it's older and it's and it's sort of it's sort of you know it's sort of really antiquated and old it's like it's it's you might as well just have something that can tell you by looking at the flag through your viewfinder just to be able to tell you what yardage you're looking at. And so anyway, it was it was good. It was good. I had a few scary moments with the ninth hole and with the tenth hole, but I got through it. I got bogeys on those holes. But I just had a good time. I had a really good time. I uh shot seventy four on a par sixty seven golf course and I'm I'm satisfied with that. So I'm gonna add that to my add that to my uh handicap index or whatever and I can't remember what I'm using it's a free uh, website that I think is based in the UK, and I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Maybe I'll put a link on that if you're interested in getting your own handicap, and it's free. So, anyway, thank you all for listening. Um, 
make sure you have respect for the golf course that you're playing and have respect. And, oh, and I also took my hat off when I finished the round with everybody. I, uh, I see everybody on the tour, you know, taking their hat off to shake hands with their with their playing partners afterwards, and I finally remembered to do that this time, so that was cool. That was cool. So Greg and uh, Ken, I've really enjoyed playing with those guys, and they really playing the ball, <clears throat> playing the ball well, playing golf well out there at Dave's Golf Course today. And it's like it's the last. It's uh, the end of June. It's the end of June 2023. So we're in summer now, and uh, it's going to be hot. And it's going to be warm, and it's going to be firm and fast out there. So, all right, thanks for listening. God bless. And this is the Knackered Golfist Radio Network. On the tee, the Knackered Golfist. Four, please. The Knackered Golfist now driving. You are listening live to the Knackered Golfist podcast. The Knackered Golfist Podcast. In a climate, in, a, in an area that has all Poenia greens. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. This is the Knackered Golfist Radio Network.